Welcome to our HR Trends podcast interviews at the HR Tech Conference 2023. This next interview is with Heather Bussing. She's an employment lawyer and professor. She's also a, quite a big name in the HR technology space. Welcome, Heather Bussing, first guest of Wednesday HR Tech 2023. Woohoo! You are starting off the day and it's going to be a busy day. I bet. First of all, I want to applaud the fact that you're sitting cross-legged in our beautiful white armchair. Oh, thank you. (laughs) First guest so far to do this and it's like we have a meditating guru in the house. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. In addition to being a meditation guru, I'm not sure if she is, but (laughs) I'm saying you are. Um, But you're also obviously a legal mastermind. I've been following you on LinkedIn. Um, I wonder if you can begin, you just did a talk, I think yesterday. Yes. About pay equity. Super interesting. So I wanted to begin. Can you first introduce yourself? Because I know you do stuff with ADP. You do stuff with various different technology companies. Yeah. So so I'm Heather Bussing. I'm an employment lawyer from California. I've been practicing employment law and labor law for 30 years. Um, and about 15 years ago, I got really interested in the HR technology in part because my beloved husband is John Sumser, who is an <gasps> industry analyst. I did not know she's you married to the very famous John yes, Sumser. Yes, yes, yes. The bussing gets even and, more interesting the more I meet her. Well, <laughs> and guess where John Sumser is today? Where is he? He is home taking care of our puppy. <gasps> this in itself is a very interesting moment <laughs> in the whole gender equity yes. discussion. He giggled all the way to the airport. Taking care of your puppy? Yes. Okay. Carlos. How old? That puppy's three years old. Okay. His birthday is this next week. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh. So anyway, anyway, he's not here this time. And okay. he sent me. And, yeah. Um, so Heather, tell me more about this talk it's fascinating and it's so important right now i know the nobel prize just went to somebody claudia golden harvard professor nobel in economics yeah and and let me tell you about that first and then i'll tell you about my talk okay perfect (laughs) it's quite historic right literally within a few days ago huge huge yeah and she studied women in the workplace yeah and the news is awful we've stalled out we stalled out women lost um traction on pay equity during the pandemic uh, and we haven't made it up right and she also looked at what people it men and women in the same jobs comparable jobs yeah um are making and she said that the there's still a gap and it's and nothing's happening to improve it yeah and that gap starts when women have their first child Right. I, those are some of the headlines I saw. I mean, and, and it's baffling, right. isn't it? Right. Yeah, no. And frankly, Josh Burson's talk this morning, the, the keynote, and he's showing these slides saying we need more humans in this country. Right, exactly. Because the birth rate's going yes, down yes, so demographics. We and, are in a permanent labor shortage. And here at Unum, obviously, we do a lot of care, uh, sorry, leave management, leave programs. Right, right. Those mater- all those maternity leaves, a lot of them, you know, we're yes. helping the employers yes, manage. Yes, yes. So Heather, tell me about the talk yesterday. What was like your key message and how did the audience respond? Well, I covered, I had sort of had three things that I was really focused on yesterday. And one is that um, when you're looking at pay equity, you can't just look at the pay, you have to look at the work. And so you have to be able to determine whether the 
work is the same before you can compare the pay. Wow. So for a long time, what we were using to figure out the same work was just job titles. Mm -hmm. and But the job titles are often determined by pay grade. Mm -hmm. And so you end up just comparing whether equal pay is equal pay. So... <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So, you know, the news is always good, but um, it doesn't give you a, an accurate assessment or a legal assessment. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking at the work, you have to be able to compare skills, effort, responsibility and working conditions. Skills, effort, responsibility and working conditions. And working conditions. Fascinating. Yeah, and responsibility is easy. I mean, you can actually pull that in from the org chart because mm -hmm. that's an accurate representation of levels of responsibility. And yeah. working conditions are remote. You know, right. where are you? Um, are you on a night shift? Are mm -hmm. you under hazardous conditions? Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things affect pay. Yeah. So you have to look at that. And But skills and effort have always been the really tricky ones. And so what we're seeing with the advent of technology and, and the companies that are developing skills taxonomies mm -hmm. is we are going to actually be able to compare the work oh. if we get it right. Yeah. Um, wow. And so then the other piece of the talk was, look, pay equity is the perfect place to start your D-E-N-I work mm -hmm. because it's a it is about money yes and money is what matters to senior leaders yes <laughs> and it's we have the technology now to actually see what's mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. and if it's possible and you have the data from a legal perspective, you're charged with knowing whether you know it or not. So you can't just hide. Yeah. You cannot be an ostrich. Yeah. And so it's time to get in there and actually start doing this work yeah. and compare and get the pay right. Yes. And then you've overcome the really hard thing with leadership, right? Which right. is how do I get money? Right. <laughs> you right. Know? So start with start there yeah. and build because you Amazing. don't have to change hearts and minds or deal with unconscious bias mm. to analyze the pay. Right. And you know, there, there's a wonderful DEI practitioner um, named Sarah Morgan who she's the buzz on HR, but I absolutely adore her. And and she says, "Come on people, it's not that hard. It's just math." <laughs> right. And I love that. Right. And so the pay Scientific. side is super easy. Yeah. And now we're going to be able to really understand the work side. Mm. And it's exciting because we're also going to be able to understand new career paths yes. with based on skills and start to think about work differently. Wow. And then the you know the last piece is we also have to change how we think about our relationships and our relationship to work and we have to stop framing things in us be them because when it's employer versus employees or politics or any kind of framing legal framing is the classic example and how I sort of came to this insight it's like oh man in an adversarial system mm -hmm. the goal is to win it's not to solve the problem. Ah. And so if we can 
find a way through that mm -hmm. and all get focused on the problem, yeah. I think there will be a lot of things possible because we don't have to agree about what the problem is. We don't really have to agree about who's to blame. We can stop telling people you're doing it wrong. You know, we, yeah. we can sort of route around a lot of the defensiveness and difficulty that wow. um, is, is a roadblock to DE&I. Amazing. So, yeah. So that, along with the labor shortage, I think it's yes. going to make a really big difference. Now, I wanted to go into a few questions we're asking each thought leader we're bringing in here. Okay. Because it's really interesting when we start actually comparing to what you're all saying and notice some trends emerging, right? So first of all, looking into 2024 that's around the corner, what do you think will be a key challenge for HR from your expertise and your lens? I think the biggest challenge for HR, especially HR in relation to technology, mm -hmm. is that for many, many years, we have gotten facts mm -hmm. from our machines mm -hmm. and data. And now we're getting suggestions and predictions and rankings and, you know, beautiful reports that we may or may not really understand. Mm -hmm. And so we have to understand that what AI gives you is opinions. Ooh. It gives you opinions. It does not give you facts. Mm -hmm. And so we have to learn more about the data. Where's it coming from? Is it credible? Is it relevant? Was it generated for one purpose and now we're using it for a different yes. purpose? Does that make sense? Yeah. And so we have to get more sophisticated uh, about working with our solution providers to understand what it is that we're getting yeah. and how to use it effectively. And then when we get things that don't make sense, we should go, why is that? Mm -hmm. We might even have to go talk to people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a great answer. I love that. It's just such a good point with AI coming in and from a lawyer and the thinking about compliance, right? That is such a great point there. Well, yeah, exactly. And, pay, you know, the beautiful thing about pay equity is it, it is compliance. It's yeah. the law. It's not just right. a good idea. <laughs> right. You know, and, yeah. and so my, my catchphrase right now is never miss a compliance opportunity to do good in the world. Nice. You know, it's like start That's with compliance. They have to, they right. have to it's give a you a budget for that. <laughs> they have to. Right, right. <laughs> they have to. And what can you do with that? Nice. What can you do with Amazing. that? How can you make your culture better? How can yeah. you build yes. on that? Use it as a force for good, which it kind of is, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, the next question. What will help employees, and within that maybe HR, who are also employees, um, thrive in 2024? What, what, what do you think? I kind of have the same answer only for employees okay. because we're seeing more with pay transparency. Yeah. As the tech improves, employees are having more access to information internally. Yeah. And so understanding that, and then I, I also agree with Josh that our work is going to change, you know, because of the technology. And um, 
my my husband likes to joke that when the robots take over the world, the humans will do email. But, <laughs> but, we, but that's not true. Are we anymore. already doing that? Oh, no, that that is exactly <laughs> what we're doing. Yes. That's and it's the same. You yes. know, every time we get new technology, it changes our work. Right. So let's be more intentional about that mm -hmm. and figure out what works and what doesn't, and how we can take advantage of better efficiencies to do other things, or maybe nothing at all. Like, maybe we can dial down the burner and yeah. not have such a hustle culture. Yeah. But, you know, the problem is that employers often see that as opportunity to get people to work harder on other stuff. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens. Right. But, um, right. but I'll, I'll keep cheering for... Um, a bit of space yeah. to recalibrate. Yes, yes. What about wonderful answers? Now, we're giving you this challenge, which is one word for HR for 2024 that's going to help them, like a GPS word, their direction going into the new year. What word would you recommend? Compassion. Mm, why? Beautiful word. Because at the center of all of this is people. In their full lives with all their quirks and foibles and all of their crazy and all of their delight and all of their magic and wonder. And we can't, that's not data. Yeah. That we can't ever turn that into data and we have to remember that. Beautiful. Wonderful. Have a Yay! What a joy. What a great start to the day. And anyone who doesn't know John Sumsack, can you explain? Because yes, I mean, yes. they'll be going on LinkedIn immediately and checking out who are you. Oh, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. know, which yes, would be well, unbelievable. Uh, John Sumsack is a longtime industry analyst. He had the very first blog on recruiting. He had sold the very first uh, banner ad on the internet. I mean, <laughs> Did he? Yes, oh yes. He is the grandfather of Amazing. HR tech content. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. What a great... Although I'm not allowed to call him grandfather. Okay. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for Thank coming. You. Thank you. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.